Good morning. My name is Pete Warshaw, and my Dharma name is Wan Ji Ho. And the title of my talk is Learning to Unlearn. Learning has been a central part of my life. It's also an important tenet of one Buddhism. Sotesan, the founding master, spoke about this often. Addressing a congregation at a meditation hall, he said, 90% of a person's character is formed through what he or she has learned. Like a bee collecting honey, one must humbly learn from others the knowledge one requires, regardless of the other person's social class or field. Many people in the world, however, lose the chance to learn because of their conceit. This indeed is a serious illness. Learning is embedded throughout the Dharma or the teaching. The essential dharmas of daily practice encourage us to turn a reluctance to learn into a readiness to learn well. One of the legs of the threefold study is inquiry into human affairs and universal principles. Questioning is one of the eight articles. Educating others' children is one of the four essentials, and so on. As I mentioned before, learning has been an important part of my life, including my engagement with Wan Buddhism. As I learn more through studying the scriptures, participating in Dharma study groups, learning the Dharma talks and listening to the Dharma talks at weekend services, speaking with our reverence, my own practice grew and was enriched. Concurrently, the more I practiced, the more I hungered to learn further about the principles and the Dharma of our order. The arrows of learning and practice flowed in both directions. Of course, this isn't unique to me. The doctrinal chart of Wan Buddhism, located at the very beginning of our scriptures, features the gateway of faith and the gateway of practice. Faith, built on learning, and practice, built on doing. They flow in, out, and around each other like a fluid vortex. One without the other is meaningless. But a few months ago, I realized that my practice was becoming stale. I was still attending services and was continuing to read, listen, and question. But the intimacy I had felt with one Buddhism was starting to fade. Something was getting in my way, and I didn't know what it was. By chance, a friend shared a phrase she had heard from her yoga teacher, learn unlearn, relearn. I'll show my age. The phrase originated in a hugely influential book, Future Shock, written by Alvin Toffler all the way back in 1970, which is not all the way back for me. <laughs> he wrote, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn and relearn. Toffler was referring to a need to continuously adapt to a rapidly changing material world. But bang, it struck me that I could repurpose the phrase learn, 
unlearn, relearn, as a guidepost for deepening my practice. For me, the key is to unlearn so that I can then move forward and relearn. I'll explain. When I first came to the temple, I had no preconceptions about what it was all about. I remember being both confused and stimulated. I experimented with different ways to practice, and this encouraged me to learn more. But gradually, my knowledge was accompanied by a feeling that I got this. Like plaque slowly growing in my veins, I was allowed, allowing my pride to attach itself to what I had learned. This attachment is subtle. It formed as preconceptions about what was important, how things worked, and what to believe. They were like a warm blanket in a cold Dharma hall. When I came to a service, I knew what would happen, what I would do, and increasingly how I would feel. I was losing what Buddhists call the beginner's mind. The Buddhist teacher, Yvonne Rand, described the beginner's mind this way. This mind is different from the mind we often bring to habitual activities or habitual ways of thinking or responding. How can I be a beginner in each moment, even in those situations where I am doing something I have done many times before? Jack Kornfeld, another well-known Buddhist teacher, added, the wisdom of uncertainty frees us from what Buddhist psychology calls the thicket of views and opinions. I've met a few people who seem to retain their beginner's mind even after years of practice. But many of us start to lose it fairly quickly. I realized that if I didn't start to unlearn my habits and preconceptions, the value I've gained through my practice would begin to evaporate. Okay, but Recapturing my beginner's mind requires more than snapping my fingers and chanting bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Preconceptions and habits die hard. Unlearning is difficult stuff. Uh, it's more than an intellectual exercise. And leaving my comfort zone is, well, uncomfortable. I've discovered that it requires a shift into a different mental and emotional plane, at least for me. And that shift can only occur via purposeful action. I've experimented with a number of ways to shake things up for unlearning. Here are some that I found to be useful. Reading a passage in a scripture that feels obvious and asking, what more might this mean? Practicing daily meditation. Before each temple service, pause and reset. After each service, pause and contemplate. Keep a daily journal that focuses on how you reacted to a sensory condition that day. Practice questioning, be curious, and encourage questions from others. Sign up for a retreat. 
contemplate koans. These are paradoxical anecdotes or riddles that have no logical answer. For example, the myriad dharmas return to one. What does this mean? Heaven and earth know without knowing anything. What does this mean? Our Dharma friend, Patty Daniel, gave a superb Dharma talk on this a few months ago, and you can find it on YouTube. It's great. A few more actions. Walk in the temple garden or out in nature before or after the service. If you sit in a particular spot in the Dharma hall, sit somewhere else. If you meditate in the morning, try it in the evening and volunteer to give a Dharma talk about something that is new or that you don't understand. <laughs> Are there others you can think of? I'd love to hear about them. If you're in the early stages of your practice or just starting out, congratulations. The suggestions I just made also can be ways to help keep your beginner's mind open before it starts to calcify. Habits and perceptions grow quickly and subtly. Watch for them. I know I've thrown a lot at you. Uh, here's the gist of what I'm suggesting. Most of us enter a spiritual practice with a beginner's mind. This makes learning stimulating, liberating, and authentic. Over time, habits and preconceptions about that spiritual practice can emerge. When this occurs, the practice becomes stale. Our beginner's mind gets cloudy, and attachments inadvertently creep in. Unlearning these habits and preconceptions is important in order to deepen or relearn one's practice. There are a variety of ways to mindfully shake things up so unlearning can occur. Discover those that work for you. So, happy unlearning. Thank you.